What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here. Big Joe was trying to connect. You guys will see that probably. But we are live. And we are trying to get him on as we speak. There we go. What an appropriate shirt he's wearing today. I know y'all can hear. Well, uh, What's everyone up to? That's woo, man. So what's going on, Joe? How are you? I'm just trying to get by, you know, get all my my health stuff in order, and just trying to make it work. I I hear you, man. Man, so we did our show last no, week when like we I'm... ran down. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, you, you. I'm sorry. No, no, go, no, go right ahead, Joe. You feel like I was gonna say with my, with my health and stuff, I feel like I went through the hell in a cell. Which is this week, not next week, uh, not last week. Last week, of course, was the um, NXT Takeover pay per view in your house, which was I watched and it was exceptional on the Peacock Network. You know what I think is interesting? What? Friday or Saturday last week, a couple of days before the pay-per-view, I got an email to sign up for something. I got an email to sign up for the WWE Network. Email to sign up for the WWE Network for 99 cents. Not Peacock, Hmm. but the actual WWE Network, which I thought was interesting because that's no longer really a thing. It's all part of the Peacock Network now. Isn't the Peacock Network owned by WWE? No, Peacock is its own thing. They just bought the streaming rights in the U.S. to the WWE. Peacock is ABC or CBS. Ah, so that's where the rumors of the possible sale are coming from. Yeah, What's going on, guys? I see you guys in the chat. I see Bobby D. I see Tina. Joe Salenza. What's happening, guys? But yeah, I thought that was interesting. I thought that was uh, strange and interesting and just something I don't know what to make of. Um, I hope the WWE Network comes back because the Peacock thing is cool. But it's, um, I don't know. It's not the same. You can't, like, search it the same. You can't go old school. Um, go old school anytime you want and watch one of those old matches. But right, and you can. But like, um, you can watch all the old Raws and stuff like that. But you can't search for the matches the way you could. Okay. Like you know, my buddy Joey. Uh his son. His son yeah. is twenty two, twenty one to twenty two, and man, he was sitting down the other day, and he actually. Um, he asked his father when wrestling was like quote unquote good, like that when it was at its peak. And his father said, Yeah, they called it the Attitude Era. So he went, Googled the Attitude Era, and he's been watching from Austin versus um versus Jake the Snake on. He's been watching every Raw in order. That's what's gonna make you a big fan. So that was pretty cool because I had a um I was at the house over the weekend, and I had a Jake the Snake shirt on. He's like, oh, man, I just watched a bunch of his stuff with, with Stone Cold Steve Austin. What's up, Laurie? 
And yeah, you're right. That will turn that will turn him into a fan. But he used to go to a lot of that stuff with us when he was a little kid. Yeah. Um. What's up, Bobby D? Thank you, Patrick Demore, for sharing. We got the wheel this week. Um, it's a Bailey action figure, which I thought was pretty cool. Bobby, I still got to drop yours in the mail. Yours will be getting in the mail tomorrow. Um, for last week's. Ah, and then this week's will be going out as well. It's, um, I figured Bailey because she just did a huge character change. Like, she's, uh, she wears glasses now and she's sort of like a, um, annoying hill. Ah. Um, which is, it's pretty cool because it was like just putting the glasses on really changed it and I sort of bought into it, which is weird. Well, it seems like by someone like that who's such a fan favorite and trying to make them go heel is kind of like trying to make when they make try to make Kurt Angle go like heel but face at the same time. Like he was always that 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 face, but was like not the greatest face. Right. But then now, when he, he went heel, nobody believed it. We also got a guest lined up for next week. Oh, and it. It's going to be one of the uh, one of the creators from the um, Smack Talk Showdown um, uh, card game, which is um, a wrestling card game. You pick, you basically pick three cards. Um, one gives you your character. One tells you what the promo has to be on, and I feel what the third card is, and then you have forty five seconds to cut a promo. And there's an audience there, or there's a um, a quote unquote booker there that writes the um, that rates your promo, and you go head to head against another person who would be cutting a similar promo. It sounds like a wrestling drinking game. Yeah, basically, it's like Cards Against Humanity, but for pro wrestling. Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> speaking about bookers, how cool was that news this week? That was outstanding. That was some of the better news I've seen <laughs> in a long, long time. Now, I don't know if he was uh, watching and listening knows about it. It made the news sites, uh, and I, I was texting with them. So what we're talking about is um, George Carroll. George was our – we're still a little podcast, but before we got any decent amount of downloads like we do now and we love every one of you guys and um, – we were getting, like, not a whole lot of downloads. And then we had George on. George, at the time, was working for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, he was the director of U.S. operations. And um, we we I tried to get the exact number, and we couldn't. I couldn't get the number, but I know it was over 65,000 downloads on that episode, which is the most we've had on any episode. And that was just me and our friend, good both of us. Like, George is a good friend to both of us. Um, he's worked for he's worked for MLW. He's worked for Ring of Honor. He's worked for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, he's low-key worked for a couple of other companies that are on television. And now he just signed with NXT as a writer. Now, let me put something out there. People maybe listening that 
aren't workers but love the business and want to get into it in another fashion. George was a fan, first and foremost, and got involved in the local indie scene. And then he worked his way up. The same as he would if you were a yeah. thing. He, he took his bumps. He, he, he put in the groundwork. Yeah. He trained. He wrote. He did his work. And now he's with NXT. Yes. Don't be discouraged if you're... No. Oh. So if you have an idea and you you're talking to people and get in there, you want to you want to be that behind the in the ring. Go to your local wrestling. Go to your local and, wrestling match. Ask them if you can help out the ring crew. And by showing dedication, yes. that's how you're going to get your foot in the door with someone like NXT, he, like our friend George just did. Yeah, he um George very much was a part of the local independent scene here, and that's how we met him. Yeah. Was with New England Championship Wrestling, but even before that, he's he was with the um, other companies. And he, um, just a great guy, a hard worker, and never, ever gave up. While he gave up, um, sort of pursuing the major dream for a little while because he had kids, um, he never gave up doing wrestling even while he had the kids. Just knew he couldn't go anywhere, uh, far away. His kids are adults now. One of his son, um... J-Rock, Justin, who is, I don't know, 19 or 20? How old are we now, Joe, huh? Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> high school. I'm a little bit old. Um, he moved down with them. And uh, Ju- his son, he actually put his son, Justin, on television for Major League Wrestling uh, because he resembled another wrestler. He was uh, he played MJF's um, illegitimate son on uh, Major League Wrestling at one point. Nice. So, but yeah, kudos to George. Like, George, I, I know George tunes in, and I know he's going to tune in this week because me and him were texting back and forth. I so, smell, just congratulations, man. I Proud smell, of you. I smell road trip. Uh, I, I'm going to be down in Florida in Daytona, and I already told him that. Oh, I'm going to be down in Daytona in Florida in um, November. So, um, I don't know how far Daytona is from where they are, but like, you're going to see George. You're not going to see George, but George is going to make stars down there. And that's what I said. I texted him. I said, congratulations, go make some stars, because that's what he does. He's living his dream. He's going to, he's going to, what you see on NXT television is going to come from his mind. That's, you know, his best friend is Eddie Edwards. Like, that's legitimately George's best friend. And he's worked with AG for years. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, and he's known AG since AG was, like, 12 years old. Yeah. Same as us, so. um, But, yeah, so kudos to George. The pay-per-view, do you know what they brought back on the, the In Your House NXT pay-per-view? No, but I'm guessing it's oh. going to be good. One of my favorite belts of all time. Hardcore. No. They brought, so they have a guy. They have two guys that both play characters. One is like a hillbilly who hit it rich. Um, Beverly Hillbilly style, basically invested in Dogecoin as the actual storyline and got rich off of Dogecoin. And the other one is L.A. Knight, who was in, uh, he spent some time down into, a lot of time down in Impact. Um, And he's just a rich character. And they brought back and they fought in a ladder match for this last night with... A legend watching ringside. They brought back the million dollar belt. Sweet. 
with the million dollar man. Yeah. It appears to be. Now, I, I don't know. You may know more than me. You're more the historian than I am. Is it true that at one point there was an actual belt that was worth a million dollars, like legitimately? I don't think so, but I do believe that it was a belt that he, that the million dollar man commissioned to have made. That's the story that was always told. Whether it's true or not, who knows? That's what I choose to believe. Yeah, exactly. But it, it was very cool. And um, L.A. Knight won it, and uh, he actually turned on the Million Dollar Man Monday night. So I'm interested to see where this goes now. But um, as far as I know, he is the Million Dollar Champ. And that is like that was just yeah, because that belt was the first belt that didn't look like every other belt. Yeah, it was the first like. <laughs> in a sense, it was more of a of a of a dress piece than it was a wrestling right. or a fight. You know, you never saw you, you saw people take the, the blow to the face with it. You never saw much of it getting tossed around like you do some of these other belts. Right now, there was a bunch of like that was a great match. It was probably one of the best ladder matches I've seen in a long time, uh, and that says a lot. Like because. I mean, one of my favorite matches of all time was Brett versus Razor. I uh, saw Sean, you know, on in the ladder, and that's, um, so that says a lot. And this was just a, um, a really, really solid, solid match. Yeah, so all, some of my favorite ladder matches were the the four way ladder matches, Edge and Christian, the Hardys, yeah, going back there. That was some of the best ladder matches because you you seen the size of these mat ladders and you see the the way they're using them. It's like I can't even pick up a ladder now, and these guys are doing that shit off. That's, of it. Yeah, it also it, there was a couple of other matches that really sort of stood out. Um, like I said, L.A. Knight and Cam. That was L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes in that with L.A. Knight winning. Raquel Gonzalez with Dakota Kai uh, versus Ember Moon and. I mean, Raquel Gonzalez won that match, and everyone knew she was going to win that match. But, guys, I don't care what anybody says. Chris Rucker, you're wrong. Amber Moon is ready for WWE Raw or SmackDown. She is my, so good. One of my favorites on the card. She came, yeah, she came up from, uh, she came up from ROW. She came, she was one of Booker T's students. Nice. Just so good, so like such a solid wrestler, and that's like you don't just have that anymore. Just a solid wrestler. Well, you see, you see a lot of people coming into the into the up to the ranks these days that they're either they they have a, they have a couple of the different criteria. They either have the look, they have the gimmick, or they have the physique. Very that, few, very few have I seen recently that have the actual work. You know, that can yeah. act, take the bump from the back. And it also had a tag team. It had a tag team match, which was Sarai and Zoe Stark um, versus the Robert Stone brand, who, of course, Robert Stone is Rob Echoes, Robbie E, um, his team of Aaliyah and Jesse Camilla. Uh, and Sarai and Zoe Stark won by pinfall. Uh, then you had the winner takes the winner takes all six man tag match. This was two three man teams, Joe. 
And one team had the um, North American champion, Bronton Reed, and MSK, Nash Carter and uh, Wes Lee, the tag team champs. And the other team had was uh, Legado del Fantasma, which is Santono, Santon, Santos Escobar, sorry, Joaquin Wild, and Raul Mendoza. Mendoza. Um, I, I don't know why I'm screwing up names tonight. But that uh, all name mispronunciations are accidentally and by the work of JP only. This is true. So this was a winner take all. Whichever team won got both championships. Got the tag team champs and the North American champs. Uh, and in this case here, the champs retained. Um, good, another solid match, though. And MSK, MSK has been around. They've done impact. Uh, they've been around for quite a while before going to NXT. Um, and you had uh, another one that's, of course, going to be a solid match. It was Ja Lee uh, defeated Mercedes Martinez, who Mercedes Martinez is, uh, I don't know, a 20-year veteran. Um, you know, coming up again from the Connecticut area, you know, um, did a lot up here with uh, Triple W and uh, NECW for a while, so me and Joe got a little familiar with her then. Yeah. Um, and we just saw her last year, or, well, now two years ago, with, um, what's the promotion? Oh, with Beyond, yes. Yeah, Beyond. I'm sorry, yeah. That's right. Nice slips me. She, she came in Beyond, her one and only appearance, her one and only appearance, and she left with the win. Yes. That's right. Um First, a guy. I forget who she wrestled, but it was against a male too. Yep, she dominated, and she, you know, she left to a standing ovation. Granted, there was only standing room, but yes. you know, she left to a thunderous round of applause. And I think that was her last match before she moved on. Now, the last match, the main event of this was Karrion Cross, who's the um, the champ, and he defeated Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne uh, by a technical submission. This match was insane. Uh, a fatal five-way for the NXT Championship. Guys were everywhere, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't a cluster F. Uh, they were all over the place, and you basically nobody was letting anyone get the win because the way these guys play their characters, none of them like each other right now. Kyle O'Reilly and um, Johnny Gargano and um, uh, Adam Cole, they you know, they they don't get along with each other. And then you got Karrion Cross, who's the champ and this just really tough guy. And uh, they were all saying how they like Adam Cole had a great promo where um, he was saying how they give Karrion Cross all these bright lights and the he's got this grunting and this um. Like, all the stuff that they do to get him over. And Adam Cole's like, you know what they do to get me over? They ring the fucking bell. Yeah. And, and um, have as big of a gimmick as you want, but your, your, your performance speaks for itself. Yes. And now, we, now you got that. So you come off of that. And now, like Bobby Dee's pointing out, now you got Hell in a Cell this Sunday, which is going to be a great pay-per-view. WWE cannot keep my attention. Monday night um, or Friday night. But their pay-per-views have been outstanding. 
And you don't need to watch Monday or Friday to catch to know what's going on in the pay per views because they you just they don't. It's they'll explain it to you. Now, what's cool is they just fired uh, Samoa Joe, and he is now down in NXT. Um, I believe he's the assistant. Um, he's William Regal's assistant, and William Regal is the director, basically. So, and, William Regal. Apparently, Stephanie is saying, uh, according to Bobby D in the chat and on Facebook, saying that uh, Stephanie says there's a big announcement coming before SummerSlam. I mean, I'm not sure what that is. I mean, SummerSlam is going to be really the first event with um, with fans, and we got robbed because it was supposed to be here last year. So you would think, hey, we'll give it to Boston this year. The middle of August, it's going to be in Las Vegas. Oh, screw that. I've been to Las Vegas in the middle of August. And you know what? There's one thing I, I know I will never do again, and that's go to Las Vegas in the middle of August. <laughs> yeah, like, I've never been to Vegas, but I know I'm not going in August. Oh, yeah. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know, so. Yeah, well, it might work for you and I now. We step outside. We're just going to sweat a few pounds off. Yes. Yeah, I could wear that shirt as well. I do like that. I like the fat man shirt. Little uh, Kevin Smith nod there, huh? Got it down at Jane Simon Bob Secret Stash down in Jersey. Oh, you, you bastard. Oh, it's about 10 years old. I still haven't been in there. Well, they got a new location, but we should road trip. I'm down. I'm always down, especially for a trip to New Jersey. Quick drive. Now, who's going to, who in the chat room, what do you guys, or not in the chat room, but. On the social medias that are what that are listening live right now, and if guys, if you're one of the people who downloads us, that's awesome, and we appreciate you too. But if you want to interact with us, it's Thursday nights at seven oh five. You can catch us live on the Facebook, YouTube, um, I think on Twitter as well. And you just got to go to our accounts, and you can catch us live right there, and uh, you can interact with us. You chat with us anywhere. Yeah, and I'm kind of, no, slow, well, kind of slow in the uptake of putting my stuff up out there. But if you get JP, you can get me through him. I'll get my stuff out there. Yes. Eventually, your stuff will be shared on this as well. So we'll be yeah, live on yours too. And I get fat fingers that are full of meatballs. Joe, press buttons. Joe, eventually, as he learns social media, is going to become our social media uh, savant, I think. Because yeah. I'm not. Idiot savant. I'm not that great with it, but, you know. We get the tweets out there every week for the figure, uh, free fig, free fig day. It's not free fig Friday anymore, uh, and it's the reaction to that is awesome. Like we had thirty people on it this week. That's awesome. Hope I so. Win. I've seen you're on there. I saw. Hope I win. Uh, if I do. If I'm going to say this now, if I do win, spin it again. Yeah, and that's I do the same thing for myself. You know who else is on there? Is Jetty. Yeti, if he wins, spin it again. Yeah, if he wins, I'll send it to him. He's not with us, and he's, uh, you know, he's doing his WNS stuff and working and being a family man and taking care of that stuff, so he's still part of the family, but I think I think we might be ready to spin it now. Let's go for it. 
what I'm going to try to do is play a song. Let me know if you hear the song as I'm playing it, guys. Let me know if you like it. If you hear it, it is um, Wins and Losses by uh, Mike Farrell of the Chaos Theory Podcast. And you can get it off of his Bandcamp. Uh, if you search for Mr. Chaos on Bandcamp, you'll come up with that. And it's on his mixtape, uh, Enter the Chaos. And it's a pretty good song. Joe, you like it's the song you like because it mentions how you giraffe pussy. One of the best lines in music ever written. <laughs> so let me uh, cue the music up. We'll get the wheel ready. You'll see me shuffling the wheel. Uh, I'm going to hit play on the music in just a moment. And you guys should hear that playing. Bruce is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Bruce redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling you get when you just leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code P-O-D-1-5 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. Yeah, you know I walk through the valley of death. I'm just one of many killers that's a part of the set. Y'all be talking out your ass like it's none of us left. You must be higher than giraffe pussy. Hey, what's next? Y'all don't really want the competition taking a belt. I'd rather die than take an L. Y'all don't know how I felt. I be murdering the game. You just play with yourself. You kind of want to say my name, but you got no help. I believe in Mr. Chaos. I'm rocking the bells, but it's dinner time. Fucker, I'm going to help myself. I don't want one bite, bitch. I came for the plate because I'm hungry like a dude with no food for a day. I ain't really want to snap, but you rappers on the way down. I'm going to fight till my last breath. Never lay down. Hear you talking shit, but I don't care what you say now. Hustle till I hit it. A billion dollars any day now I'm just on this podcast Tip to hit a lick While you mumble mouth Rappers on your knees Suck a dick Claim to be a fighter But we know that you's a bitch Half you hoes ain't even writing All the lyrics that you spit I've been putting in work But y'all don't know what it is To work a 90 hour week Just to feed your kids I've been down in the gutter Fight my way to the top Thank you God for all my people Who ain't letting me stop 24 balls in And I'm only getting better Ho Sticking up the whole rap game Let the cheddar go Yeah That's part one. Just wait. Part two coming soon. Short McShort, which is one of those names that's on there every single week. I can almost, I can almost type some of these names. Like Bobby D is always going to be on there. Laurie's usually on there. But short make sure it's one of those names again that I could almost just type in without knowing. Uh so short make sure I'll be reaching out to you in the next day or two. I'll get that Bailey figure out to you. Bobby D, I know I still owe you the figure from last week. I'll get that mailed out to you to uh tonight. Uh or tomorrow actually. Sorry, today's my Friday. I'm off tomorrow, so I'm screwing up what days I get paid on. But congratulations, short make short. And that's a that's a cool name. Yes. Guys, so you gotta guys gotta follow us too. I mean, there's rules to this contest, so you gotta follow 
us. You got to, you know, of course, three, three Irish boys on Twitter. You got to retweet the pin tweet each week. Sometimes I'll add other rules, like you might have to, um, you might have to follow, which I know most of you already are anyway, because they're our partner and they're the only reliable news source that I've seen. Um, and that's Wrestling News Source at WN Source on Twitter or WrestlingNewsSource.com. They've been a great partner for us since before they were even a thing, Joe. Imagine. Yeah. Remember Ben being a little 15 year old kid or tw- whatever year old kid, and you're like, hey, we got we to gotta talk to this kid. He just interviewed Hillbilly Jim's nephew. Yeah. I remember that. And that's. Um, Bobby, I still got the. I'm going to have your t shirt for you, told you at the next show, which I know UFO has got something up his sleeve, so. I will have the shirt for you, uh, shirt for you and for um, for Tommy there. So, uh, give me some time on that one. But yes, I would. The figure will go out. The shirt, I do owe you. I do apologize. Bobby ordered a shirt and it got somebody t- took it off his porch. It seems. Oh, I hate that. Shit. So I'm gonna we're gonna make sure it gets replaced for him because Bobby's. Like I said, we don't. There's not many supporters like Bobby, Laurie, and you guys. So yeah. I do appreciate that. Uh, now, I like Bobby better than I like you, JP. That's not hard to believe. I like mo- most people better than I like you. Yeah, that's not true. That no, that was very. <laughs> I like most. No. People that like me. What was your What's your favorite match of all time? Mine. Yeah, uh, my favorite match of all time. I'm pr- it's definitely you know it's going to be Stone Cold. Uh, an easy one would go with the Stone Cold uh, Vince McMahon run, but I really, for me, did say a lot of them. Stone Cold this, Stone Cold that, but my favorite match has never happened, and I don't. Think okay, it, it would be Stone Cold and Hogan, but I don't think that will ever happen. I. Now, what about the favorite match you've seen live? Favorite match I've seen live would have to be uh, the Ultimate Warriors. Not yeah, the no, sorry, not the Ultimate Warrior. Randy Macho Man Savage's debut at the Boston Garden, and he he wrestled Orndorff, and that was the first time I saw in person the, the I'm going to say flamboyant, but the flamboyant over the top wearing the, the right. And that was the first time I saw that, and that was probably that one match is probably what really solidified me as a wrestling fan. You were there for my favorite match. Which one? WrestleMania 25, Michaels versus The Undertaker. Who versus Undertaker? Michaels. Yes, that was a good one, too. That's that's my favorite one that I've seen live. My favorite overall, I think, is, again, Macho Man. uh, But Macho versus um, versus, um, Ricky the Dragon. Ooh. Because two of my all-time favorites, and that's a damn near, that that's a perfect match. That's a five-star match. That's a move, move to move. And, They're just swapping moves and challenging each other. Yes, yeah, that's um, but the WrestleMania twenty-five. The funny thing is, the weekend before that, at a Chikara show, I saw my second favorite match I've ever seen live, which was the one-two-three kid versus El Generico, aka Sami Zayn. Now. On a road trip with uh, Matt and Kyle and Caleb. Is that back when Caleb was still underage? 
Yes. Yes. Let me tell me some so, of those road stories where you, you guys all be having a couple and make them wait in the car. Yeah, he definitely sat in the car while we went into a strip club on that trip. And now he's running his own promotion. That's it. Yeah, successful. We did it. Yeah. Uh, they just, um, what stinks is like, I haven't been to Caleb's last couple of shows because I've had other obligations. Um, and he's had, he's done some really cool stuff, but, um, he was running pins in, um, Kingston and pins, not the Kingston. It was no, at no fault of the Kingston pins at no fault of Caleb in New England, all-star wrestling. Um, Kings as a corporation just decided to pull all combat sports from their venues. Okay. But so, but there's there's a fine line there. No, there's no fine line. There's there will be no pro wrestling. It it pins. Okay, I say because it's pro wrestling. It's sports entertainment. It's not. Yeah. You know. No, they uh they they do not. They're not going to count that. They um, which things? And I I I know Caleb worked really hard on that having that relationship with them. Um, and then COVID happened. He actually had something lined up in the mall that that the pins is in. Um, that he worked his ass off to get, but now he's got, um, he's got a place now that he calls that, that will be called home and, um, which is in Rockland, Mass, Bobby D not too far from your family. Um, so it's kind of cool to watch how it evolves and how it goes and stretches and where it goes from there. Um. We were going to have Adam Barrasano on tonight because Adam was a a sponsor at his last show. And um, Adam was a, a really good manager back in his day, back in his time in pro wrestling. And then he retired, but he was a sponsor at the show because he's a real estate agent now. Uh, and he wound up getting pretty involved in a moment that got pretty heated. Um, there was a uh, one of the wrestlers sort of snapped and uh, put an I believe it was an ankle lock. Again, I wasn't there onto his opponent, and um, the opponent's father actually got really upset and tried to rush the ring. And security had to get involved. And Adam Barrasano has like declared this guy his new his new protege. I think. Well, and that's the thing. Much like us, we've we've been doing this so long. How many times have we retired or stopped doing the show? It, it, it's like it's like Fight Club. Once you're in, you're in. Yes. Yep. And uh, <laughs> so Adam Adam's back in with this guy, and we were going to sit down and talk about it tonight. But Adam gets he got stuck down in Florida. Oh, poor baby. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I said rough life, but. Um, we will have Adam on. We'll have Adam on more than once. I've known Adam a long time. I've pottied up and down um, all of Massachusetts and beyond with Adam. So, I think one of the last times I seen him was at the Armory show. Uh, I forget who it was that popped their elbow. I don't know. There was. That. This is going. Back. This is going back probably eight years. But I remember. Uh, I, I, 
I remember a very, um, very handsome Viking at one point hitting him with a spinning heel kick and damn near breaking Adam's nose. Oh, I remember <laughs> my last match. A good friend of mine got hit in the, hit with the chair, knocked him on his ass. Oh, that was you. You remember? Yeah, I remember. I got hit in the arm, not in the head. That no, hurt. The head would have broke the chair. Probably. Yeah. That hurt. That was the Hoods at New England All-Star Wrestling. Yeah. And the Hoods have I, I, you know, here's the thing, is I'm not a wrestling booker. I'm not a wrestling promoter. I've never been in the wrestling business. I've always been around it. I wish they handed me a microphone. I wish they let the hoods back in because here's the truth is I like the hoods. I've been friends with the hoods for a long time. It was a heated situation. Chair got swung. I went down. But if they had handed me a mic, I would have explained on or loudly, whatever. I don't even need a microphone. I would have explained that I'm not a professional athlete. Say what you will about it being sports entertainment. Say what you will about it being independent pro wrestling and being independent. They are professionals. They are professional athletes. Uh, Maybe not on the major league level, but at least on the AAA level. I'm not. I haven't trained like that. I don't train like that. I know a lot of people who have, though. I know quite a few tag teams who have, though. Any one of those guys, if called up, at the beginning could at least work a dark match or pull the job, you know? And right. Not, the only only thing, only instance of that whole chair shot and the, and all that, like I got chased out of the ring. I hit I hit the deck and screwed. I sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I left you there. You know, I left the wounded man behind, but uh, I wasn't about to get hit. But the thing is, like, they trained for that. You didn't. You, your whole life is right. Been your whole life has been spent sitting in a chair, not using one as a weapon. But I know quite a few people who have trained like that. Yep. On a bigger level. And I, I almost, I try to tell Caleb that, and I try to tell the Hoods that, um, because there, there was, to me, on that level, um, there was money left on the table. Oh, Absolutely. Did you see the crowd reacted to me going down because the crowd, crowd has seen me do, they've, they've seen me do security at a lot of those shows and I don't take bumps. I don't know how to. So if I drop, I, it's cause I got dropped. Well, and, and the thing is people see you go in there a lot, nine times out of 10, you're that you go in there and you, you're, you're a big dude. You move people. Right. And then, you know, the chair shot comes in. Oh shit. All bets are up. Nobody knew what to expect. One of my, one of my favorite tag team pot. One of my favorite tag team friends of mine hit me up and was like, "I got this for you." And that was Kyle. Yeah, Kyle's a good. We could have. We could have got. Uh, we could have got Matt and Kyle back together for this, and they would have kicked the shit out of the hoods for oh. me. <laughs> We get to hang out with them, JP. Bobby D, we do get to hang out with them. That's part of going to the shows and helping out. Um, And you're right, Bobby. 
Bobby's Bobby. So Bobby D is um, he does security at a lot of the shows too. Uh, yeah. He helps out with the UFO. He helps out with um, I think Big Time Wrestling and a couple of the other shows in the area. And he's done security. Bobby D's actually, I believe, and he'll correct me if I'm wrong in the chat. He actually did security for a Hulk Hogan signing. Sweet. Which yeah. is pretty damn cool. And he's got the Hulk Hogan mustache. Should have hooked me up. Bobby D's got that Hulk Hogan mustache going for him, too. Tell me it's Saniella. That's. No, he doesn't. It's the color Hogan's would be if Hogan didn't that didn't die his <laughs> now but you I mean and you with, me and you Hogan top me and you are no rookies to security either like you've done security at some of the biggest conventions in the country I've done security yeah. at like mixed martial pro wrestling shows mixed martial arts shows so yeah it's yeah. um like it's not like we don't yeah. know what we're doing I've done security for for some of the biggest conventions, some of the biggest celebrities out there, being their escorts here and there. I mean, I walked I walk Shaq around the UFC convention. I did different like that. You know, never did any ringside stuff in the UFC, but, you know, I dabbled a teeny tiny bit. Yeah. But then you know, with the celebrities, on the other hand, I understand. In the height of The Walking Dead, there's nothing worse than a screaming teenage girl going after Norman Reedus. <laughs> you know? Well, so I had. I did security at mixed martial arts shows um, and some bigger ones here at the like the Wilmington um, Elks. Uh, the, the, sorry, the Wilmington um, Shriners, which it, I don't know if you've ever been in, Joe. It's a pretty big building. It holds about 20,000. I think I've been there for wrestling before. Uh, they used to have – they had wrestling there early on. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think we actually saw a WWE house show there. The promoter was friends with um, Dana White. And uh, Dana came in, and they were filming the Tap Out series. Okay. And I, my section, and this was definitely on purpose of the promoter, was at Dana White's section and at the section where they were filming the Tap Out series. Well, you get you get section right to Dana anyway. So I had the boxes coming up to me from this area that didn't recognize me. That should have KB. Um, coming up and saying, I just need to say hi to my friend Dana, and I, I happen to know this particular one who I think, I don't know if you just took the hint with the KB. Um, yeah, I think so. But he, uh, I knew he knew Dana. I knew he was all right, so I actually let him through. And uh, when he came back, I said, you don't know why I let you through, do you? And he said, well, I told you I was friends with Dana. I said, yeah, but anyone's going to tell me that. I know who you are. And he looked up and went, oh, shit. <laughs> and realized who I was, and then sat there having a conversation with me because it was someone I hadn't seen in years. But we used to watch for box at uh, the local McDonough gym, the local pal gym in Southie. Yep. That's how I used to get my ass kicked by people. And yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I was yeah. never afraid to get in there and get rocked a little, though. Oh, it's fun. The best part about it is you get guys, I think that you get this little get in there and you sit there and you take the punch and you're like okay but joe i don't know what else we had time for today i mean this went pretty quick yeah i mean we can cut it early we got right 
It's not even by the time I put the commercials in, it's not early. Um, yeah, that's what I, you know, we got about uh five more minutes left, yeah, I'm and gonna, that will be all. I have an idea that I'm gonna run by you off air that if we do it, it could involve everybody in the chat room as well. Love it if they're able. But next week, guys, if you get a chance to look up on uh Twitter, the smack talk. It's um. Hang on one second. I'm gonna pull it up right now so I say it correctly because, you know, we're professionals and we say things correctly. Uh, let's see. I gotta switch to my Twitter. And um, for the game that we're having on next week, if you guys look it up, it's Smack Talk Showdown on Twitter. They just so. It's something that came out a couple of years ago, from what I understand, and um, they sold out, and they just got back into production with a new line of um, cards. And we have examples of some of the cards. Um, it's just it sounds like such a fun game. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, although I have a copy of it. Um, it is something I think. Joe, I think if me and you ever sit down with another wrestling fan or two, that would be um, we'd be playing. Play it once we get in the studio. That's it, which will be coming up. It got I thought it was going to be this week, but it got delayed because of um, staffing in there, so they're not open on Thursday nights. Uh, they're not open any evenings yet. They're open during the day. Uh, it looks like they'll be opening on Tuesday evenings at some point, so we may switch the live over to Tuesdays, which Fine, yeah, use my catchphrase. Is our, our, that's our original night. I can use my catchphrase. The Irish whip started on Tuesday nights yep. 15 years ago. And what did I say when we closed out every show? Uh, I forget. It, it, it began with the C. I forget, Joe. <laughs> I would say... See you next Tuesday. And just like that, guys, that, that's the show for this week. <laughs> All right, everyone. Check it um, out. Have a good one. And see you next Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs>